Blog Talk Radio. Nicaragua over land or neighbors. So 
you know, this is not an issue that should, and they still don't have agrarian land reform in many of those countries. So, you know, it's, 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 it's a central part of any struggle. It's the bedrock, I would say, of any economic empowerment in, 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 a, in any kind of economy, whether it's a capitalist or socialist economy. You are nothing without it in any of those kind of economies. Like I said, our neighbors have gone, have committed genocide against these poor, indefensible, indigenous majorities in the name of land and an acquisition of land. Anyone that fails to understand that, the issue of land and its vitality to people's economic upliftment is either being ignorant deliberately or purposely trying to deceive us. You go to the so-called um, adjacent zone on the border and you see how all that, that adjacent land is being formed. I went and I saw it by non-believers, by Guatemalans. You know, who rich landowners from Guatemala has taken over that part of the land, that part of our country, and just buy it up, and they're farming there now. So I'm telling you, this is a very critical issue. The Mennonites were given land and logistical support. Central American refugees from El Salvador—I have nothing against them—but they were given uh, land and logistical support to settle in Belize. Why is it that when poor working class majorities of our own country gets up and agitate for land reform and demand that we? get an opportunity to own land, we are told that we are being racist, we are told that we are being disgusting, we are told that we are anarchists, we are told that we are extremists, we are told that even the PM comes on and says that, you know, that, 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 you know, criticize it. So what does that tell you? It tells you that, that they, you know, the, the oppress wants you to love them, but hate the oppressor. Jump on their side. If you, if you live in Port Loyola, Majestic Island, Pink Jungle, John Street area, anywhere in the south side of Belize, and you're not done with Big Air, you really seriously need to have your, your head examined. Have you, have you witnessed the conditions of your, what you live in over there on Rocky Road or John Street or Tiger Street? Have you witnessed the, the, the derelict conditions, the dilapidated housing that you have, and you, you don't have space to move, and you're going to take the government side over Big Air? Something is wrong with you. Something is seriously wrong with you if that's what you're doing. Um, regardless of what you want to say about Big Air, Big Air, you know, or Nigel Patil or, or David Barnett, their cause is just. Let's not forget that. Their cause is just. So regardless of what you want to, you know, cloud the issue with this, what, he's, what, what they're not doing or supposed to do, at the end of the day, you cannot get away from the fact that these brothers' cause is just. What they stand for is right. You know, the fact that they're demanding that, you know, that, that we take notice of the cause is just. You know, again, they want to brand us as though we're idealists with a dream, nothing more. You know, we are immigrants in our own homeland, my my friends. A landless, a landless, poor working class people is 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 nothing. In my study of revolution struggle, land acquisition and its resources have been at the heart of their liberation struggle. This is not a race issue. Every religion, without regard to their race, ethnicity, creed, or whatever they believe in, believing in, is. This, this this affects you. I don't care what your sexual orientation is. I don't care what your sexual issue is. This line, this particular issue transcends transcends anything that you want to talk about. The, the issue of land and the fact that Belize doesn't have agrarian land reform is critical, and you should join it big year and don't criticize them because of some petty things that you see. Because this issue affects you whether you like it or not. And if you live in Belize City. Southside, then my friends, I have news for you. 
you are really in a world of hurt if you have the audacity to criticize begin what they stand for. Weakness of Mayan brothers don't so as they struggle to hold on to their ancestral lands. They've against US capital oil, they have they have they look at the forces against them. We they, that's our struggle too. Their struggle is our struggle. Two billion dollars in oil revenue. What do we have to show for it? The very highway that this, these these oil tankers go to go down to Big Creek to uh, to give the to to deliver the oil to the tankers is a dilapidated rundown highway. Uh, scantily marked, dimly lit highway, highway of debt. And yet, still we're here agitating against big year. We need to really, really check ourselves. For those reasons alone, we must unite as a people to agitate for agrarian land reform. I have been saying this for decades at my organization called Breda. From in the 80s, we've been saying this, that land and its land tenure is the heart of what ails our people. We must have land. So I have, um, I'll be, I'm live now with Nigel. He's on. And I'm going to let Nigel tell his story because I'm not, I'm, you're, not, you're not tuning to listen to me. I'm only a facilitator. He's on. And, you know, I think him and uh, David Barnett is on. And I will, I will um, you know, just invite you to sit back and listen to this brother and find out and quit criticizing him because what he's doing is brave. His cause is just. My brother, how are you doing this morning? Good day, my brother. Thanks for thanks for having us here today, me and David here. Um, again, uh, it's just about ensuring that as Belizeans we understand the value of land, man. What land could do for us? We have been faced with poverty in this country. We have been faced with uh, unemployment. The we grassroots people being unable to access education, uh, certain jobs, and, and things that would develop the grassroots community. And so we have identified that through land ownership, we would be able to tap into all these different resources. By, by us owning land, for sure, we'll be able to build our homes and, and get out of our rent system. We'll be able to plant our own food. We'll be able to live at least self-sustainable lifestyles. So we have identified land as, as the solution to, to poverty, if you can educate your people as to how to use land and how to have land work for them versus the other way that we're faced with here, especially in Bamapan, where they have set up the, that, that, that camp setting, where you, 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 you have a 50 by 100 feet, 50 feet now by 100 feet uh, lot. You, you build one house, partly 30 feet by partly feet. You done that, that lot done almost uh, full already. You are not being trained to utilize the land. You are being trained to work for this land now. So you're gone. You're getting a loan to buy this land. Yeah. That I'm upon my house stack about 30000 35000 and more. Um, you're gone to the bank for that money. You're going back to the bank now to build a house. So now you're working for that property. You're working for that investment. You're dead on your neck. You, you miss one day or two upon the job. You, you, you're about to look for fire. You're about to lose that investment. Now we're trying to teach you the opposite way. We're trying to teach you to have the land build your house for you. We're trying to teach you to have the land, send your kids to school, pay your bills. And we, uh, like I said, uh, we see land as the way to, to free up our people and to have our people live and, 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 and see that life is worth living, man. I, I, I'm tired of going around, believe, around this country and seeing my people living on the streets, living so hard while, while, while foreign investors could come in with briefcase power. I tell you about briefcase power. 
they could come and they, they with, with, with the access to, to anything, while, while red carpet roll out to them, and now they are acquiring all our land throughout our country, they are being facilitated by our representatives, the same people we put in place, to see to it that whatever investment, whatever takes place in our country, is and are, are for the best interest of our people. That's not the way today. And now when we talk about this, and, and we bring out these issues and, 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 and actually push them on the forefront, now we are being targeted. We, are, we, we have now become the enemy of the state. As we speak right now, the police are looking for us right now. The police want to serve me with, with more um, warrants and, and injunctions. We already won that case yesterday. That case was, was, was thrown out. The minute we left, I got a call from the police looking for me. This morning early, my wife told me they're looking for me at my, my house. I'm not, I'm not at my house. I'm not even in the Mopan because I don't think it's fair. Um, so I'm hoping that Monday or Tuesday we could, we could address this with the police, with, with my lawyer, and, 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 and understand what so we're taking place. But let's, 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 let's how are we trying to fight for? Nigel, Nigel, hold on, hold on, hold on a minute there. What, 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 okay, talk to us about the injunction. What, give us, give, 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 what happened? Explain to, the, to the, my listeners the whole thing about the injunction and what it was all about because some people still don't really know. We have entered into an agreement with a business partner to plant corn on an identified piece of land at Harmonville that is called the buffer. Now the buffer, this specific buffer, this this sizable piece of land where they call buffer, they know like no other buffer throughout this country. Most buffers in this country are known as what you call road reserves in the magnitude of about 20 feet. Other buffers you would hear is around sea, the beaches and so on, that, that 66 feet, or areas that are prone to flooding, where you'll get that 66 feet uh, buffer from creeks, rivers, and sea, etc. But other than that, along our highways in Belize, most of the drive on the inner bus and so you want to say tractors and bushes be clean for the highway. That's, that's, that's what we call the buffer, the reserve. That's what we know as, as the road reserve to expand the road eventually. However, the government is saying that their new policy is that they have a, 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 a regulated buffer zone that they're going to do throughout the country for further expansion of the highways. Now, where we are located at Harmonville, the next village, the Cotton Tree, all the residents in Cotton Tree and the, the people who own land on the highway are living all the way up to the buffer on the highway. So, to expand their land there, so highway uses later on, you have to move all the people on the house, the businesses, Cotton Tree, Rory Creek, Camalote, Tea Kettle, Ontario, all the way to the, to the border. People are already living and having businesses on what they want to call buffer land or future expansion of the road. Anyhow, if that's what they're calling it, no problem. We're saying that that land needs to be maintained. It needs to be clean. It, it, it's just raw bush growing in front of Harmonville. We have requested that the government clean this land for us. They said, no, it's our responsibility. We need to manage it. We are the ones who manage the community, so we are the ones who are supposed to manage the buffer zone. Mm -hmm. Okay. We came up with the idea of cultivation. Nigel, that's a way of management. Up. Nigel, let me just put in first. Here's what I found out with the buffer zone thing. People don't understand what a buffer zone is. They, they think it's just some 
why it expands. All it is, the buffer zone is, and I, I try to use the Camalote example, the buffer zone is just something that in case the government wants, um, you know, in, you know, expand the road or whatever, they got leave. They have uh, on both sides maybe 200 yards or whatever. That's all they really need because all I believe is going to build no expansive freeways with exits and all that kind of stuff on both. Kamalote is a perfect example yeah. where they right there. You know, I mean, people when they hear this bubble zone, they're thinking you're getting this whole thousands of acres of land, and you know, you you know, they just don't understand. So please explain to them, my brother, what a buffer zone is and how it works, please. So. You, you said pretty much the buffer zone is what is what they have. A, they, they, it's a piece of land that is reserved later on to expand the very highway that, it, that exists already. So with the, the land that speaks to buffer speaks about 20 feet. 20 feet of land that is reserved on both sides of the highway mm-hmm. for future expansion of that very highway. Mm-hmm. Now we know the talk about freeway in South America like them. We're talking about single corridor. We're talking about single corridor, one next piece of highway. So, like I said, the law speaks to 20 feet. We have, we have a 20 feet buffer along the highway. However, in Harmonyville, in our community, they have an uh, inconsistent buffer as far as size, measurement. At, at, at one portion of our buffer, our measurement is uh, 154 feet, the buffer begins, and it continues all the way to 200 and uh, about 60 feet, 80 feet. So you have portions where it's wider, and then it comes back all the There's no consistency in the measurement first of all. Say that again? I say you don't even need that much, because so, if you cover up and dunk the George Price Highway, if you go, yeah. once you jump, rolling creek on everything, you, like you say, have people literally to build up on the highway, I don't see nobody to drive them back, you know? They're right there on, on the so-called buffer zone. And they still have room for expanding the road. Because what, what, I've been on that road a lot of times, and I see where they're yeah. expanding right there from Camelot. You go to Kiket Lala, those things. So what is the issue that they're fighting you for? Don't, to me, it's a non-issue. The issue here, though, is that we have decided to clean down the buffer and plant can, intentions to sell the can and make back money, maintain the clean of the buffer and build roads for our community. The government... Responsibility for for all co- the, 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 the the country as far as infrastructure that they have to build roads. They told us straight up that they are not going to build roads for us. So anyhow, we decided that we are tax ourselves with the burden, and we are come up with innovative ways to find money and needed revenue for us to, to build roads in our community. The planting of this kind was one way. The government told us that um, while we are responsible for cleaning the buffer and managing the buffer. They rather not see can now. They don't want to plant no can. So we explain to them the reason we plant this can not for no individual benefit. It's about building this community. Do to do the self, the very infrastructure that you are mandated to do. Now, the, I, I, I still can't get it. I still don't understand why they would turn down the idea of us. Let's let, all right. It's incomprehensible. Yeah, it's incomprehensible. They went that far. They went. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I'm not saying it's incomprehensible why they would turn you guys down. But go ahead, finish your, your, your statement. All right, they went as far as saying this. The Prime Minister said on his press conference that the buffer is there for a reason. And the reason is that it's for future expansion of the road. Okay. Also, his other reason was that the buffer belongs to the government. So we cannot just engage in business in the buffer 
because it's not our land. So we went as far as writing a letter to the government requesting permission to utilize the buffer. We told them that whenever you are ready to utilize the buffer as far as building highways or anything, we're going to chop down the trees that we put in. Mm-hmm. Um, when they told us that we are supposed to manage the buffer, they told us do what they want, just to put nothing permanent in that buffer. Can the grass, can the easy thing for chop down, three months mm-hmm. plus, four months definitely laid down by the ground. If you want to expand the road later on, or chop down the can, and you utilize it. However, we can try and start this can in order to make money to build roads in our community. I have personally called the Prime Minister, asked him to assist us in roads. He told us he can't. There is no money. So we mm-hmm. came up with ideas, and now our government is threatening us that if we plant cars in our buffer, then we'll send you to jail. Now that kind of injunction. We received an injunction from the government stating that um, we are about to commit a criminal act. We went to court yesterday, we faced that injunction along with our lawyer, Arjun Matua Shepard, and that injunction was turned out, thrown away by the government, uh, by the court. What was the reasoning? What was uh, the reasoning for the court? What did they say? Well, one of the technicalities, the first technicality is that they didn't even submit all the necessary documents to, to show their case. They didn't act in good faith to say, well, all right, this other reason, that other reason, and this other reason. They didn't provide all the relevant information when I was served, first of all. Um, another reason that we have to prove our case is that we were issued 1,327 acres of land at Harmonyville. That's on record. We have that on, on paper. That's all over the media. So, so based so on procedural... The buffer zone... Which Wait, hang on a second, Nigel. So be, let me see if I understand it. So based on procedural errors, the case was thrown out. So, so it still can... So if the government get the, get the, you know, the act together, they can still proceed with this. We need to, um, right. This case is still live, correct? That's right. And that's, that's why I think it's taking place here. That's why I think they're looking for us right now. Mm. But, how, um, but you, you said that they, they're looking for you. Who's looking for you? The police. But why would they be looking for you if you, if, you know, you have done nothing wrong, you've broken no laws, all you did was uh, you went to court to try to utilize the legal system? Why would anybody, isn't that what they want? You're not an anarchist, you're not there trying to, you're not, you're not an insurgency or, you know, doing anything such as, you know, I mean, taking up arms. Why, why would, they, why, why would they, the legal system well, the, I, utilize I the police? One, I, I, had one, I had one of my brothers call them, and he was informed that, um... They have some warrants that they want to serve me with. And so when he told them that he, he could receive on my behalf, he said, no, they have to serve it to me personally. I will not take the, the, the risk of going and handing up myself to be held in um, their prisons for, for the weekend. I, I'd rather go to see them on the morning with my lawyer. I, I think this, this, this is a malicious act. The, the court has ruled yesterday. And right away they have come up with other reasons to want to, 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 to see me arrested. But I, what I reason, refuse to like, go to them right now. What reason could they possibly have? What reason could they possibly want? You have, as I, far I as I know. Maybe, I, really don't, I really don't know, Hubert. I honestly don't know. I, as far as I'm concerned, the, court, the case was thrown out yesterday. That's what, that's what we all thought. I really don't know what, what, the what, what, what they're, 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 they're at charge of. Are these concocted charges? I mean, what, what you have, as far as I know, you have not broken any laws. I mean, you, you, you're trying to follow the law, and now they're trying to arrest you. It, it, it does that's not. Right. It does it sounds very, it sounds very like a authoritarian move to me. That's right. They told us not to plant corn. We told our people not to plant corn. They, they told us if we, we, if we had gone ahead and planted corn, and anybody who followed us and planted corn, 
would have been arrested. We had a whole heap of people who was ready to go there and plan fight and get arrested. But we did the right thing, which was to respect the injunction and mm -hmm. the court order to not plant corn. We decided not to plant corn. We could have had a civil unrest going on right now because people who have been arrested, concerned citizens would have been, would have been concerned and, and, and all up in, over the media. Uh, we decided to do the right thing and respected that court order. We went to, to the courts. We won that, that situation. is thrown out. And, and now for them to, to, to be looking for us to, to, to serve us warrants on a Saturday morning. And it's all harassment. It's harassment, and it's yeah. like a very totalitarian move on the part of that government for them to be doing that. Because, uh, you know, let's move on. Okay, so now, the, the, so the police have warrants out for your arrest. Do you know what, what those, what's are in those warrants? Or, you know, did you have any indication? Have you talked to your lawyer? What is she saying? We don't know. Uh, uh, we were trying to, to figure out what it's all, uh, uh, but, we, but we don't know what's going on. So, you, so, at this, so at this very moment, you guys are in the dark. You don't really know what the authorities want you for. Oh, I, I would appreciate if anybody listening, they could probably call the police station in our phone and uh, ask for Mr. Mendes, that's the person who called me. Mm -hmm. Say that? No, so you so you, you would appreciate yeah. somebody would call and let you know because as of right now you're in the dark you have no idea what why they want why they why weren't they reaching for that uh, yeah, uh, they're, they're saying they want to see me personally mm -hmm. yeah they're, they're mm -hmm. saying they want to see me personally and I, I just wouldn't want to go there and, and get locked up for the weekend I, I, just, I, I don't want to get locked up for this weekend I'm serious well I wouldn't advise you to go anywhere without your attorney my brother that's that's the number one okay I wouldn't go in front of none yeah. of those people unless you have Miss Arjumatura Shepard with you which is your legal representative that's You'd be, you'd be committing a great, a very bad mistake if you decided to show up or let these, you know, if, you know, stink out of your attorney so yeah. that, you know, let her handle that. But, okay, let's move on. So we don't, let's, let's see what we know so far. They look, they issue a warrant for your arrest, but we, the public, or even you have no idea what, what you know, what this is, um, what, you know, what they, what they are asking or what they want you for. Let me ask you this. What about, you know, because I want you to clear up stuff, Nigel, because, see, a lot of people try to come aboard, and there's a lot of ambiguity as far as Big Yeah is concerned, and people try to write your narrative. They're always trying to write the narrative for Nigel Petit on Big Yeah, and nobody, you know, and I, it, it disgusts me when I see it because I'm saying to myself, this brother tried to explain, but everybody tried to come on and write your narrative. Let me ask you, what exactly, do you, are you involved in any kind of side agreements with anybody that people keep saying? Regarding right. the buffer zone. We, yeah, as far as the buffer zone, we have met an individual, uh, he's, a, he's a Caucasian man, a white man from, from uh, Mississippi, but he lives in Belize, back and forth. He's a farmer. He, he, he works land. I was engaging in a conversation with him, telling him about what we're faced with at Harmonville, that we need to build roads, and um, what could we do, as, how, how could we access your machinery? He has a lot of machinery. He has bulldozers, he has tractors. And so I was asking, how could we, um, what, 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 would, what rate would you give us your, your machinery for? Uh, what, what, what could we work out? So he's telling us we need, to, we need to work the land. We need to find a way to, to, to make that land make some money for us and, and in return build our, our community. He has been watching us over the media and what, what, what was taking place. Anyhow, long story short, we ended up at a discussion of how could we work together, how could we farm together with your machinery and our land, how could we, get into agriculture and tap into that money and, and build our community and have our grassroots people make some money. Well, um, the idea was to farm out different sections of Harmonyville. 
we were looking at how many bills breaking up into six phases. So we were trying to see how we could get one of the phases, which consists of about 180 acres of land, and mm-hmm. um, plant it out. However, one of the situations we're faced with is the fact that we would have to go and find that 180 people, talk to those 180 people, see if they could get on board, um, not have to take that machinery, clean down this one lot, then three, four people along the next lot, no one do it, sorry, I have to skip that and go to the next one. We, we needed a consistent piece of land that we could farm and work on. Apart from the different um, personalities that we would have been faced with, also the fact that the, the land has already been surveyed. We have paid a whole heap of money to get that land surveyed. The land has um, pillars all over it. With machinery, we, we, it would have cost us every time one of those pillars come out, we would have to resurvey that area again. It would have cost, again, it, it's like double money. So, however, we identified the case of the buffer, the same land that we're talking about. This is not the regular buffer we're talking about. This buffer is almost six, 60 acres of land um, worth of buffer. It's about a mile long on the highway. On, on it's both about, sides, right? Like I said, 150 feet. Say again? On both sides. On both sides of the highway. No, oh. only on one side. We, we only have, we only have um, one side of the highway. Okay, well, from, okay, from where? From mile 41? Well, from mile 41, where you did to where? So you're saying from, you guys did a mile 41, correct? We did a right for the end of Cotton Tree to Beaver Dam Bridge between so Cotton Tree and St. Matthews so, on the so mile, George Price Highway one. going to Belize. That's a mile 41, right? uh, 42 and a half. Okay, so okay. from mile 41, what is it, half all the way down to, to, to like, say, what, mile 43 going in that direction there, correct? More or less. Yeah, just That's about what we're that. talking about. Okay. Yeah, yeah, about that, yeah. All right. So we know so all that highway land is ours. Mhm. Mhm. And and we were tough with have to clean in the buffer. So mm-hmm. this is how the buffer and Sam and, and the individual Mr. Sam Patton came into play. We had decided that we need to clean the buffer. The buffer would cost us a whole heap of money. It's not our personal money. We don't have money to just go and say, well, we'll clean the buffer. It's very expensive. Let's mm-hmm. find a way to, to utilize this buffer. And at the same time, while we have current growing, it, it looks beautiful, better than its natural state that the government have been requesting that we keep it in, which is um, cohoon trees and wild trees growing in the front. We decided, all right, we will, we will enter into this agreement with Mr. Patton. He will utilize his machinery in the buffer, clean it out, plant out the current with his money and all that, his labor, his payments, his monies, and at the end of the day, he will give us back 15% of what he makes. That fifteen percent will have been in the part so of community work. Did he do any? Have he done any yes. work so far? Yes. Yes. He has spent almost forty thousand dollars. He has spent almost forty thousand Belize dollars of his money. He has cleaned the highway buffer that we're talking about, knocked down all the trees. He has then plowed afterwards. After after using the bulldozers, he took in his tractors and plowed the land. The land was so beautiful. All that soil was tilled up. The next thing to do was just to put the seeds in the ground now. The government came and stopped us from doing that. Now, this is not just the buffer. We have 320-acre land in Harmonyville that we are waiting for any investor to come as far as want to build a school, you want to put in an, an industry here. We have 320-acre land 
in our community that we are ready to, to, to utilize and partner with any business, uh, any corporate corporation, any organization, any individual so who wants so to develop our business. Hold on a second. Okay. As far as, okay, so he came and he done work already. Do you owe him any money? What was this agreement? Any money is exchanged or he's just doing it because he wants to help or volunteer, you know, or out of, uh, right. of tourism? What what was the deal went done with that? Very good. The original reason we ended up in an arrangement is because he wanted to see how he could help. So we went ahead and we dropped up a contract where for five years he would utilize the buffer and the three twenty acres we have to plant corn, keep them clean, and give back money to the community so that we could build roads. And now, after spending all his money, the government decided that they don't want it to happen. They told us stop the issue the injunction. He decided that he, 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 he don't want to continue in the investment. So he backed out. Um, he's not charging us, he's not taking us to court, he's just asking that we find a way to utilize other land and see how we could try to talk to our members and continue in developing the land, planting the corn, and making money back to, 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 to build our roads in Harmonville. So, yes, while he spent $40,000, he don't have a gun at our head, he doesn't have a, his liars coming at us, he's not running up to us for, uh, us, uh, uh, for, for, for that money as such. Okay, okay. So, so essentially, the gentleman that, you, that, that agreed to do this has decided that he wants to help a grassroots organization and he's not trying to, do, he's not pressing no fraud charges, anything like that. So, so, so when people are out there talking about fraud and you do all of those and you, you took money, this and everything, then people talk rubbish because it sounds to me now as if though you'd explain to us exactly the agreement with this gentleman, Mr. Patton, that people keep claiming that you come into some kind of sweetheart deal, some secret agreement, and you, Nigel, yeah. you, Nigel Petillo, and Big Air has somehow profited with some monies that we don't know about or the public don't know about, and that's the narrative. I just want you to know that's the narrative out there, that somehow you, Nigel Petillo, and your organization, Big Air, is profiting from some secret sweetheart deal with this Mr. Patton, and that's one of the reasons why you know, you know, the, the government is trying to step in because they figure you are getting, you're getting some monies Without their know-how, and it's supposedly the buffer zone, the land along this highway, the highway, the, the highway there by mile forty-one to forty-three, not belong to you anyway. So they feel the need to to, to slam down. Does that sound like what the narrative that you've been hearing too? Yeah, yeah. That, 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 those are the sympathizers of the of the party of the day. Those are they are sent to do like those things, man. But my brother, everybody knows in our community. They they take a look around. They could see there is nothing going on with us. That was an honest arrangement to try to see how he could work with us. He don't need to work with us. He could go and make other arrangements with other landowners. He lives just over the highway from us. He owns 40 acres just in front of us in Harmonville. He has this land that he's planting corn in. But we went to him. We approached him. We, we tried to see how we could, could start an alliance, some sort of arrangement, and this was, this was the result. This was the idea. Um, again... Uh, we don't have time to, 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 to engage into those um, negative discussions. That will happen. Those people will continue propagating. Uh, the idea here is that I believe if we continue doing good and the good that we have been doing, people will eventually see and understand and realize that our simple message here is that you as a Belizean deserve and need to own a piece of land. You need to at least own a piece of Nigel, here's the thing. In all that, see what you're saying, and that's what I've been saying with my monologue before you came on. You know, 
all that is getting lost in the conversation and people are interpreting it and doing the whole narrative because they feel to grasp the the the, the, the urgency or grasp the, 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 the importance of what you're saying that at the end of the day when all is said and done, when all the when all the bickering or all the, the, the noise, the peripheral noise stops that Belize people are still a landless people. They're immigrants in their own community. What what part of that don't these people get, my brother? My people are 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 already used to that dependency stage, that dependency syndrome, where it's when the politician decides that it's your turn to own a piece of land, then it's your turn. My people. Listen, Hubert, when you walk Belize City, people don't got time to left Belize City and go to the land department to go come up in our line to hear that they have to come back on next day. My people, they can't find food on a daily basis. They believe that they just now own a piece of land. So people already accept the fact that they don't own a piece of land. They will rent forever. Now, what we here at Big Air have been doing is we have been exposing the malpractices at land department where all of a sudden this company comes from Norway and owns 10,000 acres of land. The minister's mm. families and his colleagues who own so much land at different, at, at, at so, so, so cheap. Um, over and over we point out the, the prices of land when they sell to the family members at $180 an acre, $110 an acre. Um, those, they think that's not fair. Why it could work for them and for we, no, no, that, we, we get $1,000 an acre, we had to find our money to survey that land. They talk about their survey. So they didn't survey the land for us. We surveyed the land. We came up with the money to survey the land. Let me ask you this thing. How do you so guys raise that kind of money? People understand what land could do for them. Nigel, let me ask you. How did an organization such as your Big Air, where, where did that, how did you manage to raise that kind of funding? I, you know, I think we need to know that. Okay. Um, we told the public that we have... A thousand acres of land that would be able to that they could access. You need to be a Belizean first of all. You need to be 18 years and older, and you shouldn't own no land. We told them who comes first will be served. Bring your $400, which was the price we charged to survey the land. $400 per acre. Each individual has to raise $400. If you don't have the $400 right away, then come and work a payment plan. Bring your ID, photocopies, and that's how we came up with the money to, to get the survey done. The survey cost us just around 400000 Belize dollars. Mm-hmm. Those monies were used to survey. Whatever money we were left with, we used to push some roads in our community. Mm-hmm. Okay. So right. the money so, was raised by the members of the organization. Okay, so it was a grassroots based thing. Nobody not come out and you know, donate no half a million dollars. It was strictly done by the sweat and the brow of the people, the very yep. people you're trying to help, correct? Up to now, up to now, up to now, we still got people who still owe peace, peace, but we will pay small and we respect the people. Eh? It's hard to tell them that, man, you're not finished paid, we'll give, we give this land to somebody else. Those are poor people where they have seen the light, then they try to own their land while they're, 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 they're trying to pay the land. I could see, <laughs> but I can't understand the difficulties my poor people face. You know? Some of them have to call out this land for work with them because they're faced with trying to pay for this. For some of the land where they're in the rent right now, some of the house where they're in the rent right now, they're trying to feed their kids, they're trying to send their kids to school, they're trying to pay light water. I mean, I, I, I try to understand what my, the difficulties my people are facing. What I don't understand is why the government hasn't recognized the vision at Big A, the work at Big A. Why haven't them come on board to try to facilitate this process and see to it that it works out 
for the best interest of the people that we are working for, why they can recognize that, yes, the idea of land ownership to the poor people what changed their life and changed their life dramatically. We instead have been attacked by all governments. Hurdles have been put in the place over and over. Now we have been faced with imprisonment for the work that we are trying to do for the upliftment of our two people. That's the question. Why the government no come on board? Why the government no one build roads for we? Why the government make it so hard for us to get our land documents? Why the government even make it hard for us to pay for the land documents? The government has been propagated against the gear and the idea of land ownership for poor people, Hubert. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand it. Yeah, it's mind-boggling to any rational rational mind you, you cannot there's only one conclusion one can draw from that is that the government is against poor people that's you know i mean at least you're 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 kind of yeah. poor people anyway you know i mean because they will tell you here's what the they will tell you poor people no let me Listen, the poor people here's what they will say. Here, let me let me say what i also a narrative that's all that oh that my government uh, I have my brother David here with me too, Hubert. I don't know how long the show is. Yeah, yeah, David, David, relax. I will get on, David. Let me just, you know, you know, David, you, everybody, I get the fair share. We have a lot of time left. Um, let me just say, okay, the thing about it is, is, is this, right? So you're saying, okay, Big Air represent one group of landless, voiceless, you know, uh, working class, poor working class majority. But then when you go on the south side of Belize, because I, I want to come back to this point here because this is very important. The fact that you have a whole group of landless, mostly black Belizeans that reside in Belize City itself, mm-hmm. south side, you know, different areas, Mesopotamia, Port Loyola, Collet, Pickstock, you name it, they're there. Yet and still, these are the very people that you are speaking for, but these very people seem to want to take the side of the government. Is that fair? Why is that? You said it right. They are, control- they are controlled by the government. And so when the government decided to publicly fight against Big Air, it signaled to those people who are controlled by the government, those very people you mentioned just now, don't get on board. Don't go to Big Air because whatever political promise I have made to you, whatever personal promise I have made to you, whatever work I am doing for you as far as your $50 a week, um, send your kids to school, get your lay hands on, that one gets stopped. No go on board that Big Air train. So when the prime minister signal that Big Air is the wrong route, Big Air is not something to be supported. The people, those very people who are controlled by those very people that we are talking about right now, they're scared, they're scared to come on board Big Air. Mm-hmm. And when you say the grassroots people and where, where they're on board with Big Air right now, I'm, I see that the more mestizo people get land far away, Hubert, my mm-hmm. people just not understand it. They are scared, they are controlled politically. So, so, so basically, it's a situation where I put it this way, where they're, they believe, like Malcolm X said, if you believe the propaganda, then you love the oppressor and hate the oppressed. So it's a, it's a question of that. That's what we seem to be having here, where they have convinced these yep. people that it's in their best interest not to support you. <laughs> this, this doesn't make any sense. I'm, I'm laughing, but who, I have been in the South that I've been I see how those people live. You want to tell me that they literally well, believe those, 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 those people who represent them in, in Queen Square, in, in Port Loyola, in, in Collet, in, um, in uh, uh, you know, Pink Jungle, Majestic Island, they're going to believe those people, they're going to believe those elected representatives to stay away from Big Air and support Nigel Batir because they have a grievance with you. And these people actually are buying it. What are those people smoking, man? Every, every week, there are people who go to our cars, clinics. They have clinics 
in a each one of the communities where you come from, say the minister, one secretary there, check down your name and tell you next week you could come, and then you who may don't make your appointment for next week, get to see the minister now. You tell the minister your problems, minister, they out me light. Minister, I don't got no shoes to me pick me. Every week, clinic, minister, this, that, and that. There are people right there. They're afraid that they will get shot out of the clinic. There are people like control their politically, their politically held hostage. Right? And so, <laughs> that one man sitting with face it right, right now, Hubert, and another to mm-hmm. that is face it. Our parents and our parents' parents have been held, held hostage by political parties, both parties. I'll tell you about both parties, my brother. They have a mm-hmm. psychological way of controlling our people. Yes, when the convention, I want to see how the buses they pop. I want to see how the conventions they pack up with either color, red or blue. I want to see the mindset in what, that they have created, that this that we have follow, that they are, these are our gods, gods today. And so, now an uphill battle for big year, because why we fight the system that has been set out for organizations like big year not to exist? We have to fight the mentalities that our people have adapted to. The fact that these people are, are the gods that then determine when it happens to you, that then determine if you will become, that they determine if you will have a job, they determine if you pick new or get one scholarship to school, they determine that the whole belief is controlled right now, political gods. But let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. You, okay, I mean, and I want to be fair, because I know Mr. Barr is a very, very, he's a very eloquent and educated man. The man is highly educated. He's no fool. But yet until he gets in a press conference and suggests that, that um that big yeah, that at least to me, to my mind based on what I saw, and I wanna be fair here, so that he's saying that I Bigiano for plant no kind, period. Even before the court even decided he he came out saying that Bigiano for plant no kind, Bigiano for use of buffer zone. So I'm saying shouldn't he didn't rely on the injunction from the court. He was saying that press conference was before you got that injunction yesterday, correct? I mean what message is that sending? Yeah. Um a lot of people may don't tell me from the time they hear a press conference that the court don't get instructions. I am so appreciative that the court system works. I am glad that um, it also sends the message back to Mr. Barrow that the intentions that what we, what we were trying to do wasn't criminal, that as, as he labeled it. He makes people believe that we... Uh, criminals and the mm-hmm. thing that we are do, trying to do is so illegal, which is to plant corn, to raise revenue, to build roads for, for Belizean community, for our community, for roads that they should have been doing. So um, it's, it's, it's disappointing to know that people usually respond to, 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 to whenever the public starts like that, that's our done deal. It should have been that, all right, well, Mr. Barrow said that, one of the smartest men in Belize, not only Belize, but the Caribbean. Um, well, you know, big year run, because the Barrow talked about it. He, ta- he, 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 he spoke about it. And so I appreciate the judgment that was passed yesterday. Now, after all that said, I read the police look for found last night. That tells me already, that to tell, and, that, and that should tell you that he will make sure plant no plant a buffer. However, whatever he has to do. I wouldn't be surprised that one bogus child just come up now that, oh, they find a gun for we or, or, or they find something or something come up or we did something illegal now. This is where I think, no, this is where we are now. Because mm-hmm. we, we ain't no criminals. They could go and check all our records right now at the police station. 
from, from birth to now, I'm 35 years old. I have no criminal record. I've done nothing wrong mm-hmm. as far as uh, uh, criminal charges concerned. So, um, I, I, I think our uphill battle, we, we are faced with, with, with one system where don't want to see our people be independent because they depend on our illiteracy as far as being dependent when it comes to voting and keeping them in power. I am still surprised to not hear that, uh, not, we don't hear any kind of opposition yet. We want to hear something publicly from the opposition, what they think about Big A struggle, what they think about the idea of Big A as far as advocating for land ownership for every single Belizean. Why, why, well, why you want to fight them something like this? Why? I haven't seen any. I haven't seen any official position, but I know I have seen. I saw where some of the highly, some of the, um, some of their, someone in the hierarchy, like um, Carolyn Crenshaw Ford, said that she was going to the rally. But let's get to the rally now. Get we want to hear out. from their leader. We want to yeah, hear yeah, no, from right, the right. The leader needs to come out and take a stand because if he's saying that he represents all Belizeans and, and particularly disenfranchised Belizeans. If he said that's what he, that's the belief that he envisioned, then he needs to take a stand on this. I totally agree with you on that. That goes without saying. Mr. Francis Fonseca needs to come out and say where he stands on this big year issue. It's a big year issue of land. It's too important for him to remain silent or on the sidelines. That's not acceptable. And I totally agree with you on that. Now, let's, um, let's, 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 you know where Dean Barra stands. He has made it publicly clear that he is against what you're doing because he thinks it's criminal, he thinks it's wrong, and he doesn't go for it. He doesn't want to see the empowerment of black people, it seems. or this I don't want to use the word black, but he doesn't want to see the empowerment of marginalized, disenfranchised, poor working class majorities you know, trying to better themselves you know, other than living in the city on top of each other like rats and roaches. That's, that's the only message I could draw conclusion from that. No, I can't speak... I can't say that Mr. Fonseca shared those visions there because he has not come out one way or the other. And out of respect, I'll wait for him to, until I hear what the position of... He wants to be a leader going forward. And then we need to hear and know what his position is on the issue of land tenure. Not only for Big Year, but for the Mayas, for the Garifunas, for every Belizean all over. Because we need serious agrarian lung reform in that country. So it's, it's, you know, let's, not, let's look at the broader picture. We're not just talking about big year struggle because we're all in the same boat together. We're all in the same door. And I don't want to come out here and say, oh, Mr. Barrow is against being a big year. Because I, I, I really don't believe that's the case. But based on his actions, based on his statement, it would seem. Because he also said that he was happy that, um, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, Nigel, that he was happy that the rally didn't have a whole big turnout. What was that all about, my brother? Because if you gave all these people, because again, I've heard this out there, there's a narrative, oh, you give all these people land, but yet and still only like 250 or 300, you know, in terms of sheer numbers, um, turned out. Because see, what they're saying is that they make it seem as though you guys are anarchists, that you guys are subversive elements, that you guys are, are some extremist groups trying to agitate and fight the government illegally. That's the narrative. And you need to correct that, brother. You need to let us know that, like you said, you've done nothing wrong. You know, you're a law-abiding citizen. You're following the law. You went to court. You're trying to do what's right, but yet and still, they're still harassing you. So there seems to be some sinister uh, forces at play here because why is it that these people are doing this to you, a brother who's trying to follow the very judicial and, and legal system that's put in place for grievances, and yet when you do it, you have the police still trying to arrest you? 
it, 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 one can only come to one conclusion that you have a hostile government that's against the concept of empowerment via land for disenfranchised, marginalized, uh, poor working class majority. That's the only conclusion I can come to. I'm sorry. I'm trying to be fair, but based on what I've seen, that's to be the only conclusion, Nigel. But let me ask you this before I move on. As far as the rally is concerned, the rally in and of itself, again, is a narrative coming out of that rally that as though Big Air was intolerant because certain groups, again, you know, it, it, this, again, lost in the periphery, lost in translation. Certain groups are saying, particularly from the LGBT community, community the LGBT community that I have seen, they're say, suggesting that Big Air is intolerant because something about expo- exploitation of, of children and, you know, brother, talk to us. What exactly is going on with that? Um, listen, and I see nothing wrong in educating your, your, your kids about the issues uh, the nation are faced with. There, there are many things that people choose not to have their kids, um, when I, I would want to say participating and so forth, but the issue of, of, of land, the issue of um, the, the LGBT issues, LGBT issues the, the issue of um, the, the, the health and Medicare system, these things are very serious. Having our kids out there speaks well that at the end of the day, these are the other generations that will be affected. They, they are here too. I, I don't see nothing wrong in having our kids out there participating in rallies and, and certain demonstrations. Yes, there are certain demonstrations that, that you won't have them involved in, but um, to, what, what took place there at Battlefield was, was people coming out speaking about the different injustices that our countries are faced with, and, and, and at the end of the day, it's those very kids who are there, who are there present, who are being affected by it and will be affected in, on, on, the, on the long run. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, what they're saying that, you know, something about, I don't, I, you know, some of the, because when I went and I, I spoke to some of you guys, I didn't get a chance to speak to you last week, but I spoke to Moose Hyde, I spoke to uh, live, that is, Moose Hyde, Patrick uh, Rogers, um, the gentleman, Mr. Reno from um, the Union, and even Mr. Barnett, we had a little conversation, um, David, last week. So, you know, what they're suggesting is that somehow that the kids were being exploited because of some signs out there at the rally that they were using it to be intolerant. You know, I see, and I'm saying to myself, again, we are, we are, we are, we are, we are being so petty that we are missing the issue at the end of the day. Uh, the very people who are agitating and saying these things here, they're, uh, they're not immune from the fact that they are landless, poor, working-class Belizeans, just like you and me. So I, mean, I understand why you know, you're going to claw the issue with all this thing about Big Air doing this, when at the end of the day, Big Air, all Big Air wants is to empower, is to empower um, um, you know, you know, the, the poor working-class majority. But why is it that you weren't able to generate thousands of people out there, even though you gave away almost, at least you had a thousand people that should have showed up that you gave them line. What, what, what do you think caused the, them to stay away because they were being threatened? or What do you think? Because you, you said that maybe they, you know, that, that I, they were supposed to stay away. Yeah, my brothers, here at Big Air, we, we question the same questions that we, we ask the same questions. Um, we, our organization, not just an organization where the giants want cars and 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 to want to see certain changes, but at the, at the end of the day, you also receive 
something tangible and such a such a resource like land where when I'm empowered and make you want to stand up and continue standing up. Um I really, really don't know how to answer that question, Hubert. I had expected to see at least our members. We are def- definitely disappointed that they didn't turn out. Um again, Belize City is uh one of the districts that holds what, uh ten different consi- constituents. Mm-hmm. I believe that like ten ministers look at Belize City. Mm-hmm. Belize City controlled by the party. Um the, the people they they said to participate to man. Um the setting was nice, the, the weather was beautiful. It was a it wasn't a political issue, they're not, they're not about we calling for the government to step down. I, I just not understand how how is it that we still not understand it and don't understand the issue and the, the importance of uniting for causes such as such as the big cars. Um I'm buff I'm baffled by it too, my brother, because the Prime Minister... I, 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 I'm baffled, man. I just don't understand. I am too, because even the Prime Minister was saying that um, in his press conference that he seemed he was happy that the numbers didn't show up, come out the way, because he's saying, again, and you know, I know... I, 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 see, and this is where, again, you know, it's lost in translation, and people tend to be mingling this, the, the overall issue of what Big Air is saying. He, his narrative, this is the Prime Minister, that that is that you're trying to manufacture some sort of... See he, that you that you know that you guys are subversive, that you guys are extremist group trying to you know agitate to 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 put the government in a bad light. That's that that's how I interpret what he was saying at the press conference. And though Bigier and whatever other groups that you were affiliated with in your coalition were well, out there trying to manufacture. Uh, I guess he was referring to what happened in 2005 when there was mass rallies that was engineered by. Yeah. In some cases, his his him, you know, in particular, was calling for civil unrest. So right. he's saying that he's blaming you, Nigel Petillo, Bigier, David uh, David Barnett, that um that you guys are complicit in trying to be subversive. What do you have to say about that, brother? The prime minister again. Um, that's a way to. <laughs> he's trying to divert from the fact that. The different issues have become national issues. You want, how do you get NTUCB, APSSM, BNTU, PSU? I mean, how do you get all those, those big unions to come on board and issue they fight one that is of about illegal activities? Or, or, I mean, these are serious issues. Now, again, he has a way of speaking to issues in a way that people would interpret it that, all right, well, again, if, if the Prime Minister said I saw, then, then, then I saw. And, and his supporters, and, and our psychological way of attacking it, man, I, 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 just, I just hope that our people understand and, and start to research and, and study the issues, man. Um, okay. To have the unions on board, we are, we, are, we are very much appreciative of that. We welcome the fact that... Um, Following the rate of correction, that our idea to to, to 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 unite the organizations on every issue, because mm-hmm. like I said, the, the issues are national issues. The the, the pharmacy association were there, the, the nurses association were there, um, Cola was there with the penner case and, and the fact that we can't even get evidence from the police to to to, to prosecute this this, this um, case. These are national issues, and he talked about there like that the things were not not make sense. So, mm-hmm. not paying attention to it, we'll continue stirring up rallies. 
it will continue stirring up demonstrations, and eventually we will have a 2005 um, 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 occurrence again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. like I said, you know, he's, you know, we're coming up on a break, Nigel, until, um, until um, after we the break, you know, David can butt in because we have another hour that we can go, so, you know, so we could, you know, let him get a chance to, to have his input. But before, you, before we get on the break, let me, let me ask you this, because, again, I'm going to refer back to the prime minister thing. Um, okay, what was the impetus, impetus for the formation of ROC? As far as you know, the Rod of Correction, this, this coalition group that says they want to fight. The guy told me they want to fight, um, uh, you know, corruption, morality, and some other thing. I, don't, I can't recall right off the top of my head what he had said, he told me last week. But the point I'm making is, did Begir, what caused them to want to come to, to do this? Did it because they saw Begir struggling by itself or... You know, what was it, the impetus for the formation of rock, as far as you know? Well, um, the formation of rock was not necessarily just about Big Ear. Yeah, but would you um, have anything to do with it, though? The point I'm at, the, the, I guess the yes, central question Well, is, definitely, the fact that um, Big Ear and the Mayas have been fighting for, uh, um, advocating about the, the land issues. These are, these are national issues now. I, um, the not today we made ask that the different unions come on board. That's why we welcome them to, to, to have um, come on board and say, well, give, give the, the support they give for us. But uh, the formation run, uh, it was necessarily about to, to bring the unions together and bringing bigger issues on the forefront as well with the strength of the unions, bringing the Maya issues, COLA issues with the strength of the unions. So, yes, um, while Big A issue has been on the forefront for quite some time now, I am sure that around the country people have been hearing about Big A and what we, what we represent. Um, at the end of the day, yes, having Big A on board uh, with, with the unions and, and a part of RAP, um, it, it strengthens the whole, the, whole, the whole situation. Most of the times it like in case of the teachers, people believe that when the teachers have unions and, 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 and rallies and so forth, it's just about them and their, their, their peers. Um, Why we might think that that's not the case, at the end of the day, they, they are hardworking citizens and we need to support their gesture as well. If, if they believe that they are being underpaid and they need to adjust their salaries, then we, we need to understand why and support it. So, um, yeah, we all have our issues, our issues are major issues, and it plays a role as far as the formation as well, and it threatens every other issue. It threatens their issues. It threatens our issues. Mm-hmm. Well, tell you what, let's take a break, brother, and then you know we're gonna get back. So get tell Mr. David to get ready because you know All right, I want his input. Okay, let's just take Hubert. a little break. Okay, yes. Before you go, mm-hmm. before you go, um, Ghana. For since we start this um this this this, this show, no mm-hmm. electricity right now where we're there. The, I think the family this portion are where we are. So I'd like to give another phone number. Okay. People call. Yeah, text it. I mean, send it to me inbox. Can you send it to me inbox, or do you want to give it to me over over? All right, all right good. Uh, I'll hop and send it to you. All right, then. We'll call you back on another phone number. Thanks, brother. All right, brother. Okay. We'll take a break. Okay, my listeners, we've been listening to... Um,
Okay, I'm back. This is Hubert Pipersburg. I was talking to uh, Nigel Patillo. I tried to get as much information as I can from him regarding some of the issues, as I understand it, um, and what we've seen on Facebook and the Internet and in the blogs regarding the struggles and the perception that people have of Big Year and him in particular in the group. So he, he brought it, the brother is a very honest, hardworking brother, and he was sincere and articulate in trying to explain to us what he thought were some of the issues that, 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 that he, his group has to deal with. Um, um, he, I, he told me he had another number he's going to give to me because I still have uh, David Barnett to come on, and um, I have not received the number yet because there's a, apparently there's a um, nationwide blackout in Belize. And so, again, you know, when you talk to people down in Belize, um, you know, this is what happens. So he... I'm waiting for him to give me, you know, to give, provide a number so I can call him back so we can continue with the conversation with, with David, the the other half of Big Year who is in the struggle. But, you know, there's some very salient things that, that let me just touch upon some of the things that he said while we're waiting. Uh, once again, this is Hubert Pipersburg. I'm broadcasting live from Los Angeles, Internet Radio. Um, you could call 714 242 Six one one nine to listen live, or you could just go on the computer and go to the link, the link that I provide there. Or if you want to go, you could also use Skype, which is a BTR listener, BTR listener zero two six. That's one way. And if you're in Belize and you want to listen by phone, you could call seven one four two four two six one one nine and use your magic jack. In which case, it's a free call. Or you could just use Skype. So there's no need for you to be pigeonholed in front of your computer if you don't want. You could. Use a phone. You can use a Skype, and you know they have Skype mobile, so you can listen to it while you're on the go. Um, I'm trying to get back uh, Nigel Patillo. He had to go because something with a blackout in Belize. So I, I'm pretty sure that they're having um, issues as it relates to um, to to, car, to to electricity in that country. And bear in mind, you know, we, you know, again, when you deal with Belize, there's always maybe an issue can, you know, in terms of connect, connection, connectivity, and that kind of thing. So. Please be patient. Now, I just want to touch on certain things that, um, that Nigel said since. One of the things that was interesting, and, you know, the, okay, they won the injunction based on a technicality according to him, which was, in fact, the government didn't have all its eggs or what they say, all its ducks lined up. So the judge essentially threw out the case. It was even before the prime minister might have issued a trial balloon where he was saying that, you know, that what they're doing is illegal. People were interpreting that to mean that he was trying to by the fact of communicating to the court, which you know, which I find ridiculous, because the court is supposed to be an independent body. In any event, the court came back; they were successful in their petition, where the court uh, essentially said the injunction threw out. Not because I guess the injunction was wrong, because that's not what it seems like was communicated to me, but threw it out because um, because he felt that um, that that the government did not have all its paperwork. Or all its, its legal case properly filed. So based on that, um, he threw it out. No, essentially they're not going to be. Having said that, we need to realize that there not, there's not going to be another. Um, there's not going to be the end of it. I'm sure that now they would proceed in another manner with this injunction because I'm sure the government is just going to take it lying down. They're going to, I, I, I suppose, get all there the necessary paperwork, legal paperwork, legal documents together and refile and push this through again. So 
this, you know, Bigia might have won a temporary um, reprieve, but the injunction, by and large, for the most part, as I understand it, still stands as long as, you know, the government can get its, you know, illegal things together. Another thing that was very similar about him is that, um, and the Prime Minister had talked about this, that the fact that the, 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 the rally wasn't as crowded as you would have thought that you, know, you think, okay, people, this this issue concern um, disenfranchised people, marginalized people, why are they not turning out? His thing is that, and if you're going to Belize City Southside, you'd see what exactly what I'm talking about. You know, BDF guarding, you know, in an apartheid type, apartheid type lockdown on Canal Side by Rocky Road, and you know, so I mean, these people, very people who could benefit from owning land, are, you know, he said that for whatever reason they decide that they're gonna side with the authority because with the authorities because of the fact that um uh, you know these Wednesday clinics um these Wednesday yeah, these Wednesday clinics are um you know where they where where uh, a lot you know where allotment is netted out such as pay like bill, pay house rent, pay water bill, pay school fees, buy school bag, um, you know, just about anything you can go and beg for um to you know on these Wednesday clinics. And this is nothing new. Look, both parties do it, and it was started way back by Judge Price. So make nobody think that nobody's picking on anybody here. It's a very disgusting thing that I hate the fact that we have to subject all people to that kind of, um, you know, that kind of thing, that the kind of machine politics where you curry favor for votes, that kind of um, patronization, that kind of um, client clientelism, where you know, again, you you, know, you give them, you know, it creates dependency and it doesn't empower people. I think what Nigel Petillo was suggesting that that those are some of the reasons why he believed that their rally, you know, the government was able to successfully maybe convince those people not to go out there because if they do, you know, you know, they would get cut off from the stipend that they get every, you know, I guess monthly to pay like bill, water bill, and that sort of thing. So that that um, that was um, what he said. Um, he also maintained that um, that um, that he did nothing wrong as far as the guy um, Patton is concerned. Partner to the kindness of his heart, decided to help Bigia because um, he had all kind of farm equipment and everything. So he was being a good citizen in trying to help a grassroots organization, and um, in terms of uh, you know using farm equipment. And so he did not get into any secret sweetheart deals with um, with with Mr. Patton. He did not he does not owe them any money. So these are things that that Nigel said. So I'm just trying to tell you that they brought a de- you know. Clear up a lot of misconceptions and the narrative that people were having of Bigia and his group. Um, um, know that he's back on. We're going to continue with the conversation. And, um, Nigel, you're back, right, brother? Yeah, yeah, Nigel? Bro. Good, good, good. Uh, my my, my yeah, friend Parker Smith just told me that um, there's a there's a there's a nationwide blackout in in Belize. So uh, I figured that you know maybe a phone was you know going low and you couldn't charge it up or something like that, you know. Yeah, yeah, we got we got um we got a battery, another battery. Okay, so David, so David is, is available now, correct? Yeah, David, right here. Brother David, how are you doing, my brother? Yeah, yeah, good day, good day, man. Well, actually, yeah, a bad day, but never. Yeah, we have to keep the keep the struggle going, brother. I, I, and I, okay. Let me ask you, David, because I had a little conversation with you last week, live at the rally, and you touched on some very salient point. What seems to be the Issue. Why is Big Air, it seems, struggling to connect with the grassroots in, say, Belize City? I'm not sure. 
I don't know what's going on inside Nasser, Bamapan, or in the rural areas, but in Belize City itself, why is there this struggle to, to, to make the connection when, in fact, you're on their side? Why are they seeing you guys as the enemy? <clears throat> Man, the city right now is a war zone. People can't move on and walk from the city right now. That's, the, that's a fact, especially the grassroots people. The people in a neighborhood, trust me, mm-hmm. they can't. Albert Street, I know, a street where they say regularly. You know, the beef really the are in the city. It's really it's some sort of, it's some like a Yes, it's a war zone. Mm-hmm. No? I mean, uh, we, we, we were in the city like almost every day in the, you know, this week and every day. So much money dropped, you know? Mm-hmm. And like what you say, we know they pick up guns, but we the other, they pick up mines. You know, we really educate people from a level where what child them really, really want clean up Belize. Well, you not tell a man, like you are here, call and then you put down your gun, brother. I help you work it, I thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Make your plant mm-hmm. up, make your, you know, you know, have to live up on the, live on the street and then kind of thing. Man. But they know things like that. They actually <laughs> want to make money, you know. So who make money off of the war? You know, right now with the crime rate, all the liars, they get rich. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then there are the people who make money right now, the Anakeka. Mm-hmm. Then there are the people who make money right now. We would need to see what's really going on, who is really the enemy. You know, who really the hold you down. Who really the hold you down. You know? So this is the reason why they... As I said, I really after we because they know that we are not a, we're not a run for minister, you know? People mm-hmm. who talk like the way we talk, usually they run for minister. Mm-hmm. So all of that kind of thing, kind of difficult for them to deal with for a regular man, you know? Somebody for really out of the people, they talk for the people. They're not used to that, you know? And... It just, it just really depressing. It just really depressing to see the situation of we people are held hostage by the only job we don't have. And, you know, after we whole thing, like when we talk about farming and how one acre could make $50,000 here, watch ya. They know why, what? They need their people for the work for them. You understand? So it's when we bring it funny. When we bring it down to the economical aspect of the thing now that actually better living for you, mm-hmm. you know? They don't know why you are not because of less slaves for them. So it's actually a, it's a, it's a, um, it's a deliberate, it's a deliberate uh, effort on your part, on, based on your, on your view, that, that they, they, they keep the people ignorant so that they can, independent so that they can, Keep them in, you know, keep the votes going listen, or keep listen them. Listen to me. All these, all, of the, all, of the, all these guys not own one house, you know. Each one of them have houses where they rent and so, you know. So if everybody have one house, who are renting their house? So they need people where they need uh, and things like that. So when, like exactly where we, where we talk about you today, you, you can't afford to even... Help yourself because you the help a man pay for his house. Mm-hmm. As they go and then get the loan for that house, then build a house and they don't pay back that loan. 
that you were to rent the house, pay back the loan to that person, a person end up with the house. So when we talk things like that, you know, it just... It, it, it rings true on this. It, the status quo gets scared because you're challenging. What you're doing, David, is challenging the validity of the status quo, and they don't want that. You know, they're scared of what you represent because you represent. You the second one industry where then guys, then guys make millions either. You know, you know. Now, if if you really take a close watch on the world, not not just look at Belize, how many presidents. And prime ministers to get in prison right now for, for robbing their country. Mm. You know, every minute, this, Belize is not far from that. Belize is not far from that because corruption, man, the corruption, they blunt. They're like, yes, I do it, but you know, that's what I like. You don't tell me you're guilty. And now there's no prosecution for that, no seizing of assets. After you basically robbed the government millions of dollars, your thing is that you can resign and go home now with your millions of dollars? That's not right. Yeah. That's not right at all. Well, actually, you know? David, David, you're uh-huh. not robbing the government, you're robbing the people because the people, the government get money from the people, so essentially you're robbing us, the, the taxpayers, you know, the people who... No, exactly, so, yeah. I, I, and that's that, that, that the next thing where we push when we shout out that, that that's something where big you alone sing, that the people are the government, then guys only represent the people, you know, mm-hmm. and when people mm-hmm. realize that they actually have the power, and this is the way they don't like that, we to show people that, hey brother, you have the power, and the only way you have the power, that get it together, so... Having the city divided like south side and north side and trust me, then guys are feasting after that because the people know to get together because of something simple as what what bridge the divide then. Then even one thing where they don't look alike. A brother they look just like your brother. You understand? But you must live over that side there. And then the kind of thing they just ridiculous. Just ridiculous. So you think, so you you think you, they don't have nothing to show. So David, so you saying it's a so you, you 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 are involved in an ideological struggle for the hearts and minds of the poor working class majority in Belize City itself. Vers, you know, you know is, is, is that a fair assessment? And I I go I go to the city and I tell my brethren then in the city, you know, this the the, the soil and even fertile. You understand? We have mm. people coming up for we country every day, and then go get the richest part of the land. I tell them they were power waterfall there. You the understand? The the water fresh yeah. clean and then drink and then beard and wash clothes yeah. in and that's near water there. Okay. You understand? And they live for the best side of we people living in the city there. Because they don't know about the other way of life. You know? I feel like if they're not going to the jungle they're going to starve. They don't know that all the food there the jungle. That's why I said the Maya man say he no poor. Oh he was poor and you could go to the bush and just get something to eat. You have to do all kinds of things to get food by, food by your table. You can live off the line. You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. So then, 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 then I want people to learn that way they stuff and realize that way they're actually easier. And what people mm-hmm. come to for we country and buy their land there. And trust me, they have their only hydro plant. They run. They're totally independent for their land. You understand? They could afford it like that. They could do it for themselves like that. We, we can't afford it for ourselves. 
could afford it if we come together. Simple. So when we push togetherness, they know why I hear that. Yeah, it's a trick so to your legacy, yeah. Can't, can't just imagine now. Can't for a little piece of land. That land is no big piece of land. That was a little piece of land. None of them, brother, they have the mayor, Monka land. They have loaned more than that. A little piece of land will talk about, you know, brother. A little uh-huh. piece of land will talk about 40 something acres of land in the buffer. You understand? Well, we know what for we personal self. It's all of itself. You understand? So, mm-hmm. the, the whole task of this buffer now is that I'm, I'm almost, uh, I kind of glad they make an issue over the buffer. Because now I want the buffer be something that they could have never, ever sell it to nobody, no government, or, or you know, if we're going to keep an eye on it, on, on, that, on that manner, you know. Because that's the way well, I think, well, David, that's the way I, I believe. Well, David, not to cut you short, but as I understand the buffer, it's really just, an area, you know, that's, that's, that's set aside on this on the, on the highway, so in case they want to broaden the road or whatever, that's basically the buffer. So I don't say how they could sell that to anybody or do anything to it. It's just there. It's always Man, the that buffer. That buffer, trust me, that buffer that cover the book. You understand? When you look for that buffer, automatically you look for Harmonyville. So if you start off with a cover with just green, flourishing with can. Then guys, no one see that cover it. You understand? This, this, are, this are the picture where the buffer is all about. You see how, you understand? Just, that, just the little cleaning where they are now, they saw. Hurt. Actually hurt them and hurt. And I wonder like, why, man? Things don't look better then. We don't say them on you to stop, boy. You said, said, you said something man. earlier that um, in people, in their mind, is that they feel like we have a backdoor deal going on between we and Mr. Sam Patton. Mm-hmm. No deal no going on. No money even passed. We no buy one diesel. We no buy. That was all Sam Patton money that he spent until the very minute that they stopped this project for, for progress. You know, so I know all of that. They were trying to create something again with Mr. Sam Patton and us thinking that he would have Got real mad. But Mr. Sam Patton knew the whole story. The whole story of Harmonyville and how it came about and all the issues where we got to. So, government stopping us was not a surprise. You understand? A lot of people don't, don't really know that side of this thing that this was not a surprise to us. Everything where we do out there, they created hurdles. Every single thing. Now, now the situation is that you want to take poor people money to survey 1,300 acres of land because the government never surveyed this land. Even in the buffer concern was surveyed by the people of Harmonyville. Who have more rights to that land than the people of Harmonyville community? Mm-hmm. And why not use it for the benefit of your community? Why? Now they know the situation that because, trust me, in every garden you have weeds. So even amongst us at Harmonyville, trust me, amongst the flowers you have thorns. People are right there so we get a piece of land and just they then they like then they really live on the other side and not really the support all the way supposed to happen the Harmonyville. Because the Harmonyville brother, we wanna build house before we people. We well, tend to have houses in 
let me let me I want you to expand on that. So okay, let's get into specifics here. Nigel said that you guys um um you know sold about a hundred a, a thousand people more or less because the thought very good as we talk about a thousand people. Do you know amongst those yeah. people there what your support is or lack thereof? Amongst the people that you that's supposed to be your constituent, the people that your clients that you you know you were trying to help. Do you know that what level of support? Because you just mentioned that there might be people who got one who don't really done with your cause. So, how, what do you do in a situation like this? Because that sounds very distressing to me. Um, and, 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 and just just, just check that out, guys. And all of that's because we were not, I would say, prejudiced to no group. The requirements for you to get one piece of land from Big Year was 18 and over. Belizeans, you understand? Uh-huh. You, you find that in a life that like your people are your worst enemy, like you are your worst enemy, to the mere fact that you can't get it together. So, that like, let me give, give you a typical example in. We gave about 60 acres to the police force, you know? So people will say, why you got this police okay. Then I'll say one, mm-hmm. right? Then I'll say one where they are sent for you, right? No, no, check this out. Bedroom, every police that for we bedroom too as well. If you as an officer, the condom, are you going to beat up your own people, say, are such cars or whatever, and father and that, they even say that you actually the benefit. Now the roads then were left, the Harmonyville, that exactly to their road. Fidel Road in at the back, the police area, the BDF area, the Coast Guard area, then there are the roads are mainly there at the back. Yes, and there are the same people where we try to help, where they were sent out after we. As a mm-hmm. matter of fact, right now, I think they select me out. Then they make sure that they one way, get thing there, not go wrong. In a, when the, in a rally, and in a, in a situation like that, you know? So we have mm-hmm. a lot of people where, only like, that, but I tell the way just to sit back and enjoy this ride. You know? They know I get locked up all they know, then they get a piece of land. When this thing just busts, let me tell you how, how Belizean are. We had a gathering of almost 6,000 people. And this I never know rally or nothing when we promoted on that scale. But the thought was there that people would have to get free, free land. Wouldn't have to spend dollar. I mean, mm-hmm. like when the white man just come on this side of the world and just run down a piece of land and stick one flag in there. It was like that. And that's the come where you had 6,000 plus people out there gathering. Now the minute survey fees came about, that crowd there, just dwindle. But you follow who was serious and wasn't serious. People that told them, people started saying, oh, them boy, they want hustle now. This is our hustle now. Even mm-hmm. though the facts were there that they surveyed a year car land for $1,600, and we got a price down to $400 an acre. But that $400 was, me, was more than I could that. that. David, I could verify that because I had 10 acres survey and I had to pay $1,500, so, and that was only 10. So, you know I mean? I mean, so I, I understand exactly what you're saying. But so you're saying that the people 
as soon as money is different parts survey, 10 acres divided into 10 acres. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yep. Yeah, I understand exactly your point. That's exactly the point that you're making. Okay, but here's the thing that I, that, I, that I want to ask you. And, you know, because people, you know, you guys clear up the thing with Mr. Patton, and, you know, good, I'm happy with that. But what is it that, that Big Air, you believe that Big Air needs to do in order to, because I see you have passionate supporters like, like Mose Hyde, myself, Samia, um, Michelle Ashanti, and there's a lot of people out there who really are done with your cause. I am trying to get you guys some seeds right now, you know, some hybrid seeds, organic, non-MGO, you know, that's not, you know, I'm trying hard to get that, you know, along with Raymond and Sigiri and others, you know. So the question I'm saying is, what is it that Big Air needs to do to, 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 in your estimation, so that the average garden variety type Belizean man, who you, who, who you actually the fight for, could say, you, you know what, I want to join this cause and, and, and put my weight behind this, these brothers here because they're speaking for me. What is it you guys need to do that you're not doing right now? What else is it, it is for us to do? I... It's a scary situation to see that people actually, sometimes I think they want us to be the lamb to be slaughtered to make this thing really happen. We mm-hmm. have to move very wisely amongst the beasts right now. You understand? For, for this thing take off the constant way and then it try create uh, static. Because from the get-go, they thought that we would have went out there on the land where the immigrants were and we would have start to fight and thing. They never, they, never, they never know that we would have gone and actually have a good relationship with them people. Talk to them and let them know that that's the lead piece of land where you are on. You are getting a whole acre, my brother. Because mm-hmm. there are instances where 10 people, they put one acre of land. You understand? So they had a church about like nine houses around our church. For one acre of land. The church gave one acre. One shop me, they gave one acre. Everybody in at that area, they had first pick in terms Everybody of happy. where they should go because, mm-hmm. because whenever we go and they go tell them, all right, you want to take that one, you want to take that one, no, don't necessarily have family. For David, so we David, told them. David, let me, let me, I hate to cut you short because every time you bring up these points, I, I, I touch on things that the narrative that is out there, they make it seem as though you gone and removed the big air. There's another narrative that's out there that you guys went and removed squatters. No. You know. No, you uh, I, 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 I have you know that um, I have you know that um, the people in are me in at the buffer from them, they are still there. They actually built cement houses after the government gave them letters then two years ago, and they didn't receive no injunction. Cement houses are there now. Cement houses never, never were there before. They had one cement house, and the guy that owned that cement house, he, he gave it to the community, so we were going to give that house to be a sub-police station. Mm-hmm. That was, and this house, that was the only cement house that was in the buffer. Now you have about three cement houses that's in the buffer where Bill, after the fact that they gave the very people letter not to and told them to move on the next land that we had put aside for them. So you see how the biasness of this situation is that then they tell me about just the flowing and planting a can 
versus somebody below at cement house in at the buffer after you tell them move. After the law come and you, you understand? So like this law only designed to keep only put some we in a check. This law. This law they tell you, okay, we attack that crowd there, we not attack this crowd there. You know? The difference is that when I notice amongst my people eh, and I'd be real and tell about this belief it's a crowd and thing will not come out. If we make that dollar be them, my brother, you understand me? Mm-hmm. To mobilize them people and they have to give them money. Their vehicle for them. When you see people take for their money and reach out for your big cars, man, what respect, you know. Respect. So mm-hmm. who not love themselves? Because this thing I you know, if you not love yourself, so you might love me. And you don't love yourself. Mm-hmm. And this is where the Guarani people don't even love themselves. They even rate the standard of living where they should be living in. So they're quite satisfied, laughing, happy every day. Even though things bad. They settle. They settle for that. They settle that. Another worry. Um, mm-hmm. You know? Praying that nobody gets sick. They can't know ideas. You check it out. When people get sick, you see them at a speed bump and stuff like that. But then the poor people and they go now. When they're sick, when they when they want to pay school fees, everything right now, you see posters pick up our kids and so that is cheap on me. Yeah, I've seen those the pictures. Right I've now. seen it. I've seen it. The, the kids they send the kids out there saying they want school fees. You know they need money for school fees or for school supplies or for. Um, All right. I met the kid. I met one kid with a letter. When I personally believe that this country have enough resources to develop money, to give for we children eh, free education. Free education. Mm-hmm. We leave population. Come mm-hmm. on, brother. We rich. But every time any guy see want money, they take it for themselves. You understand? Watch the rosewood. Mm-hmm. Who the benefits are for that? Who planted their rosewood? All kind of things that are supposed to be nationalized. The island. Nobody mm-hmm. ever poured no island at this thing. They never God given thing to this earth where it believes and Population supposed to reap the sweets after no one individual come in and get the sweets. No both political party have 30 hour contract between one another. You understand? So, you know, mm-hmm. matter who they in right now, you know, the one dance, the one dance. So, situation now has changed and people they accept it. People they wait for my party come in. When my party come in, you are sick. When my party come in, and the politicians, they, they are so ignorant that when they see somebody there, on the other side, they don't try to win them over. They make sure that that individual stays on the other side. If you need house, if you need anything, nothing for you for this five years. You don't know a person. You, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. You have the confidence side to benefit. They don't have to believe you. The all or nothing thing, yeah. That seems to be the... Yeah, they put... Know, this, this, this was is, big years fall. Mm-hmm. This was you, big years fall. But we never... They, 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 they strategize and people and, and you know, they with big years or just want a piece of land. Many of them just wanted a piece of land. They don't worry about Belizean and they don't worry about the rest of it. And they should have shame and they should have feel embarrassed. You know, I, I'm at the point of, 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 of writing a list of names and talk about them because at first look at their country the nicest way. We took time out with them and took them to their... Show them, 
I, I, you know? Mm-hmm. You may need to, you guys may need to know who done with you, brother, because at the end of the day, you know, you you guys are taking a licking out there in perception and, and you know, all kind of, you're, 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 in some instances, they're trying to discredit make, you. They're trying I can't to tell make you guys look bad. The, so you the, need the, the, to the find out who is done that, with you. The idea is that we have a reason to make you done with me. So we give you a break. You no matter what you, end of the day, you're supposed to see the light and see the truth because end of the day, what have they done for you? You have to come to we to, to get a piece of land. Why they never give you a piece of land? They have it there all the time. So for you, never something as simple as that. What else we need to do now? You just ask me what else we need to do. Right? You think we're supposed to go to jail? The people will not deserve soldiers like we got this at the end of the day result. They're not deserving yeah. like we did before for we time. You know? But standing firm for the generations to come. Because this generation yeah, still weak. And until they wake up, we will continue in at this position. Powerless people, they only have a voice on election day. Mm-hmm. You know, let me, you know, you know, you have a lot of support. You have a lot of supporters. You know, I know. And you know, some, you know, like I said, I know people who, you know, we're trying to get you corn seeds, and you know, we're working on that now as we speak. But the thing about it would be no, no. You see, hang on, David. Let me just ask you this because I want, I want to get the specific here with the little time we have left. In your mind, because I, I get, I get Nigel's perspective, perspective, but I know you, you know you. You know, you guys are work together, but in your mind, what needs to be done? What are the, what needs to be done in order for this 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 thing now to go? No, you already have all the people with the land or whatever that's done. What needs to be done? What's the next step that that we're looking at for Big Air as far as land acquisition and mobilizing people to to demand land, a grand a land reformer to demand that the poor working class majorities get land. What is the next step in your in your estimation? It's like you're at the peak of showing people how the land really makes money. Mm-hmm. Right now we have, uh, we, have, we have a growing relationship with Hatmamas who is telling us that after one acre of pepper, you can make $50,000. Right? Mm-hmm. So by, I believe that so you plant one acre, one acre of pepper, that's $50,000, you'll sell it to her, or to them, or exporting, importing, I mean, exporting. So this, is, this is what she pays. Oh, okay. She, you can reap like uh, 50,000 pounds. She pays a dollar a pound. Okay. Half an acre, so you she, can reap like 50,000 pounds. Mm-hmm. So why aren't you guys doing that now? Why aren't you guys planting, you know, uh, you know, I mean, the buffer zone notwithstanding, that's all good and everything. I understand that, but there are people saying, okay. And this is, this, this is the thing. This is the thing right here. That, like, everything have a, have a purpose, right? Now, car no need all the attention as pepper. So, for the buffer, car would have been perfect. Yeah, but I'm saying Versus the pepper now, there were more, okay. the pepper okay, more individual. Okay, let's say, David, I come in and I said to you, David, you got an acre, 
Me and you going together. Because you said we're working together. Me and you going together. We are plant out that acre. Your acre will you have. I'm just saying hypothetically. I, anybody could come and say, David, listen. You got your acre together. Maybe you could come and agree. We are plant out that acre with pepper. Sell it to that lady. Is that possible? Yes. Right now. You, understand what, you see my point I'm making? I'm saying I understand the thing with the buffer and we, we're dealing with that. You know, it's a, you know, it's in the court, you know, and, and we're trying to get the legal thing. But for the for the amount, because I've heard people said ask this question on you know on the, on the blogs. Okay, fine. What about the other acres that the the thousand other other acres that you have? And I'm sure that you and the, you and Nigel have them. What about those? Right. What are we trying to those for the pepper? I, I like you see, now, this is the this is the next thing. Mm-hmm. A thousand people get together and plant corn for a thousand of them. Dividing that money into a thousand pieces, you planted corn, you haven't made no money. Mm-hmm. Right? They, they, they know the maths of that. This is why they are shouting, why you don't plant out a thousand acres between us? That no make no sense. That is nonsense. Pepper, on the other hand, if a thousand people decide to plant pepper, each acre will be making fifty thousand. Just I just show you the, the maths of it. Mm-hmm. Now the other thing is that they're not all land are the same type of terrain. Yeah, they are. Not all different land. Different land will cost. Will have a different type of investment in preparation. Say. Whatever you're planting. Well, I'm not an agronomist. I'm, I, I'm no. not sure. You probably know more about one. I'm yes, not an sorry. agronomist, but I know people have asked me, okay, you know. Pepper to, me, pepper to me is the more cash crop mm-hmm. for individuals who would want to plant you, an acre. You talk about habanero pepper, but pepper, what kind of pepper are we talking about? Habanero pepper. Habanero pepper. pepper. Okay, I'll give you a little Habanero pepper. I'll tell you something. Okay, I have, a, you know, where I live in, 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 in L.A., I plant in my... Um, my own little garden, I got sweet pepper. Which I'm just saying. And I plant some habanero pepper too. You know, and it's, it grow in less than two, three months. I don't have a pepper harvest, brother. Organic too. I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm now, just... Now, well, this, 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 is the, this is the level of it. That you could actually have two, three harvests in, I believe. So now, that's the thousand where I'm going to tell you about. Can maybe be double. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. Because, see, the thing about it, David, is this, right? You know, we have a situation where, you know, in my mind, that we, the, 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 what you guys stand for and what you represent and the bigger picture of what you represent is being, is being uh, co- co-opted by this fight with the government over the buffer zone. To me, it's taking away from what you, you know, and I'm not saying that's not important. I support that, but I'm saying it's, it's diverting then from the real thing that I always hear you and Nigel talk about, and that is the actual development of the land to make the land start to work for us, to make the land start to produce something. And if you have a lady who tell you, come to me, if a woman come to me right now and tell me, man, if I plant, if you I'll buy out island sweet pepper, what you plant in your garden, I, I, I don't go to the supermarket to buy my sweet pepper anymore. I, I plant it, you know, I give me one sweet pepper, you know. I get me one. Or Peter, I don't do to, let me I don't get you. tomatoes because to me tomatoes is fine one time. It's crushable. But I I get me one sweet pepper. I get me one um, habanero pepper. The point I'm making mm. is that how do we move past this part where we start to develop these lines to the point where you know because people want to know. 
I have I have decided to actually uh well, I nearly want to say take the lead in on a paper issue. I was actually preparing my land to start this paper thing between me and Nigel. We tell other people about it, we try to get them on board, but some people actually have to see the product and understand the cost of what how you get there. So we we were at that very part of it to to start plowing up the land on our end, our acre and show people that look if you want to plant pepper or whatever mm-hmm. this this uh particular business says that they would buy our pepper and she is uh she wants to do it she she knows that we don't know farming community yet and she's willing to work with us in terms of uh courses and stuff and make people know this is the way it's planted, this is the way you take care no, of it, I mean, this it's is the way you hard it. They're not rocket science, because like I say, if I could do it in my own backyard, I mean, you know, like, you know which I tell you, I, I'm yeah. amazed, I amaze myself. And I'm not no agronomist, yeah, but, but, I amaze but, but, myself. But, 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 but simple, simple thing, you know. Like, for example, like picking the pepper. The pepper has to reach a certain color. You cannot speak all the pepper there for the tree. You understand? Mm-hmm. The pepper has to reach a certain color. So simple things like that, maybe the, the, the mass or the public don't know. I never know that until the lady tell me that. You understand? Mm-hmm. That the pepper needs to reach a certain color that, that it is harvest. So that not one day you're going out there and harvest all your pepper. No, you only have to pick up the colors on different days that they turn that color. You so, know? So, so David, the thing about it is this, right? Um, like I said, Bigia, what Bigia represent? I think a lot of people are done with it. A lot of people support it, you know. I, but I, I, I think that sometimes what happens is you get caught up in a lot of the peripheral issues that overshadow what it is. And I don't want I, you don't know. Let's not even because we have, we don't have a lot of time. But I don't want to. I just want to say that we can't let the idea of what Big Yes stands for get overshadowed by the LGBT issue or a lack thereof or this other issue here with the church or this. You know, the idea is that listen, the focus ought to be like a laser beam on agriculture and its development because you have lands available to do so. To me, I'm just saying that needs to be the focus at this point. Yes, the buffer zone. Because it's a con you want, like I said, I, I'd get you some canteen, brother. You know, that's no problem, the canteen you want. You know, I know we could get you canteen. That's easy. But the point is we need to know that Big Air is a group that's serious about this agriculture thing that they're trying to educate the public on. How serious are you guys on this? Man, I am... I so serious that I actually... I classify myself as a farmer now. I, 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 <laughs> this is my first time I try to deal with farming right now. Mm-hmm. You know? I try to mm-hmm. get my, my little acre going and thing because I realize, look, yeah, if paper got so much value, I'm in it. And I and I intend to prove to other people well, the, why I am it, going in it. The pepper seed you want, we I'm looking to that too. I mean, I'm, the point I'm saying, brother, we need to get past just the rhetoric now, because it can be done. It's not an impossible task. Trust me, it's a very easy thing. I'm not an yeah. agronomist, you're not an agronomist, but I'm sure there's thousands of people that that kid. You know, I mean, there's thousands of people who probably don't know because they're uneducated about it. I, I'm one of those. But the point is that we're at the point where now that we have, you guys have procured the land already. That's not in the history now. You guys have the thousand acres there, whatever. Well, you will forget about the thousand acres. It's not about you individually. You, you, David, 
Barnett, you, Nigel Patillo, you know, be the example of what you're telling these people so you could go and say, look, my brother, see what I do? You're shorting on your own. So they, yes. Because you don't believe people, you know, like, they, they, they're just they're doubting Thomas. They want to see, this, they want to see the, the hole in your side, the hole in your foot, and the hole in your hand. They want to, you, you understand? You see my point? So I'm now, this is what it is now, man. You need to get to the point where we get past the rhetoric and get to the point where say, look, how serious are you? Because if a pepper seed you want, can't seed you want, that's, trust me, brother, we could get you that like yesterday. And we're working on that. I know personally, and I'm telling you and that well, we're I, working on getting you corn seeds. Okay? I Organic. personally, I am personally into pepper. Well, we are that's really my, my, you know, the corn, corn or more communal, or more, the corn or more communal type thing will have to happen where both the acreage have to join together to make it make sense. You understand? It can't be individually out. One man mm. now will plant one acre of corn and tend to make money. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know, so some people ask that, why, why not plant out your own land? Now just imagine. Right? They don't know, they don't, you know? Well, I mean, this land will be able to plant out that will maintain itself because mm-hmm. none of we own this land. None of we own this land. Why should we spend money to do the government job? So you now you we find our way how the land wants to do it. Let me ask you if I understand it, David. David. So you're saying you guys don't have title to the land, it's just, what, lease? Is that what it is then? No, 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 no. You have title. You, some of us have been fortunate, have been fortunate to actually receive the titles for, the, um, for their property, mm-hmm. for their one-acre property. But the 1,300 acres, where they give we to survey, where we survey, the whole 1,300 acres now, right? After taking out roads, parks, the buffer, which is a part of this 1,300, this is our community. That buffer only exists, the Harmonyville. So then, the most Harmonyville buffer. That's the way I see it. That's my take on it. We surveyed it. it. We, the poor people, put our money together and surveyed that property. Right? Mm-hmm. That's what happened. That is, the CF 400 did more than just surveyed your property. But it surveyed that same property as well, the park, the fire station. All of that come out of that same 400 with the individual, because that's that the way we make the surveyed job. And that was the map that we had to produce, the whole mm-hmm. 1,300 acres. So in okay. our mind, the... We were the managers of this 1,300 acres. Okay, David, listen. Okay, we have like Lord, two minutes, literally. We have two minutes remaining, David, two minutes. I want you to wrap it up for me, yeah. for, the, for my guests. Okay. You have the last word, brother. Go. Two minutes. Remember, you only got two minutes because I'm not, you know, so go. The clock is ticking. Now, I, I, I want the poor population of this media really understand the situation that we're in. We've been taken to court for the idea of planting corn. Not planting corn, 
just the idea, the idea of showing people how the land could work for us. This is our situation, and we can't stop. We're in too deep, you know? The mm -hmm. journey must continue. So give, give thanks, and um, I hope to hear from you again too, man, you know? Brother, I want to thank you and thank Brother Nigel. I mean, you guys were, uh, you know, like I said, we support you. I personally, I know, you know, I've, I'm trying to do my best to, to, to do what I can, you know. I'm not down there on the ground, but I believe in you. I am, you know, I, I, you know, I, I, you know, we're trying to get you corn seeds, or organic corn seeds, you know, the pepper seeds you want, we look into that, you know. I'm just saying, we have to work together, and big, I, I support what Big E stands for, and I believe in you, brother. Man. And, and I want you guys to know that there's a lot of people like me out here that believe in you. Look past all the, the, the peripheral side issues. That, that's not, I'm not concerned with that. The idea is that land is a very important thing for our Belizeans. And we're all, all in this boat together. It's not, it's not a, we're not divorced from the issue of land. We're, we're immigrants in our own country. So having said that, David and um, Nigel, I want to thank you, brothers, for coming on. It's not be the first, not be the last. I'm glad that you cleared up a lot of misconceptions that we had out there. I want, I, I want to come to believe God's prayer in my life. I want to knock on your door, David, you and Nigel, because I've never met you brothers in person, and I've been to Belize the past month and I said, uh, yeah, Anytime, brother. All right, brothers. So you brothers have a wonderful day. One love. Thanks and praise. God bless. And you guys, uh, we're going to talk again soon. All right, brother? Yes, man. Give thanks. All right, give thanks. Thanks and praise. All right, all my listeners out there, this is Hubert Price. Do the right thing. <laughs>